Yeah, yeah. What's good, yo? Welcome to another episode of Real Talk, where, as always, if shit's real, we talk about it. I'm your host for this afternoon, Pat Scopey, the New England representer. And as always, I got my man with me. I'm going to let him introduce himself. Yo, what it do, man? It's Shuttleworth the guy, a.k.a. the GOAT artist, Soul Wars creator, a.k.a. Lana Del Boss, A-L-B, a.k.a. I told y'all. Yeah, yeah, nigga, whatever, yo. I told y'all, who, who's getting the first upset of the year for boxing? Yes. Yeah, gang, gang, uh, ringgang.com, ringgangradio.com in the building. Yes, sir, ringgang in the house. gang. <laughs> ringgang in the house forever and always. And as always, I got my other man with me. I'm going to let him introduce himself. Hey, yo, what's good? You already know who this is. Your boy, King P, Bodega P, Bodega Box in the building. Ringgang radio all day. Let's go. Yes, sir. King People Dega P, you know, straight from the sewer, except, you know, he's been up, he's been above ground lately, you know, just chilling, you know, taking a little break from fighting crime and whatnot, taking care of all these reprobates that are out there, you know, in New York and beyond, man, as usual. But as always, though, we do salute you for your service, man. You know, we do, <laughs> you, do you do a great job, man. So, yeah, man, just as, you know, LB has. Shout out to Pilot. I mean, I'll just ad lib in here. I mean, well, his yeah. flight is delayed right now, but shout out to him. He's in the clouds somewhere. He is, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, someone tried to open the plane door on this flight, you know what I'm saying? So the guy, you know, he's, you know, he'll be all right. He'll be, he'll, he'll be, he'll be um, landing soon, you know. Shout out to Conscious Pilot, you know. But, uh, but yeah, man, you know, as LB so uh, eloquently stated, you know, you know, there was some boxing on last night, you know what I'm saying? It was a really good card, card that most people, I think, were sleeping on. For a lot of different reasons, man. And, you know, it was main evented by, you know, one Gary Russell Jr. making his sixth title defense against In number six one. years. <laughs> Nigga, shut up. Uh, versus, uh, you know, number one contender, Mark Maceo. Maceo. However, you know, there was two fights before that, too, that were also uh, on point. Uh, the opener was supposed to be originally uh, Tuxtogig Nyambiar, a.k.a. Ting. King Tug versus Vic Pesias, but unfortunately Vic caught COVID, you know, and unfortunately COVID will probably be a thing in 2022. You know, some of these fighters either, you know, they don't get the vaccine or they don't quarantine. One or the other. But in this particular case, it costs Vic a fight date. So uh, because of that, you know, we had to go for a substitute opponent, a substitute from Nambia, it seems like every single time like a Nambia fighter comes like, you know, it's always Nambia, uh, you know, home of, you know, home of such champions such as Julius Ndongo of uh, 140 fame. Sicaria Lucas was his replacement. And they mentioned before that he yeah, he flew like 20 something hours to come to America to get, you know, for, you know, for the shot. And uh, it was a good opener, man. But one thing about King Tug, though, and, and I think everyone could probably agree with me, I don't think King Tug is making the type of improvements he should be for the guy that, you know, has his amateur background and the type of push that PBC has given him. Um, yeah, because he was, when he had dude hurt, he was supposed to stop the fight and and, and kind of be like, have an impressive win to kind of call out the winner of the main event type shit. And that didn't happen. Yeah, and, and and one thing about King Tug that's, that, that I think that annoys a lot of people is he gets into these like he'll have a good you know his first couple of rounds you know, he'll be he'll be on it throwing combinations and stuff yeah. like that, but once he gets into the mid rounds he gets into this weird lull and he allows his opponents to come back at him like in his last win like he nearly dropped, he won a split decision because of this, um, prior to him losing to Chris Colbert you know and. This one was worse because it seemed like once he once he got into this low, Lucas started lighting him up a little bit, you know, yeah, a little bit too much, I should say. Lucas <laughs> was able to jab with him at times. Yeah. So it's like he was staying competitive just with the jab alone. And then when those lows were happening, Lucas would just start lighting him up with the combinations. And yeah. King, King Tug, man. <sighs> Yeah, and and I like, yeah, I like King Tug as a fighter though. But yeah, he, he, PBC might want to really take a good close look at him because yeah, he's not progressing the way he should be. And he's a Olympian, silver medalist. 
Like Lucas, he turned up in this fight. And one thing that kind of made me angry because the re- and this was something that caused a little controversy. I already know. Fight, <laughs> you know, was you know Lucas seemingly hit hit dude with an overhand right and then hit him with a good jab like that rocked his whole shit and dropped him. But the referee Eddie Claudio said that was a slip. And Yo, fuck that ref and shout outs to Jim Gray. I know Jim Gray not perfect, and you know some of y'all don't like him or agree with certain shit he do. But there's been plenty of situations where Jim Gray would at least press these dudes and make them be accountable. And I'm glad he did that last night. Yeah, yeah, just- really made the ref look like the bitch made dude he is because. He just couldn't fucking just admit he made a mistake. He had to just yeah. He doubled down. He kept. He just all he did was just oh I didn't see it. I didn't see it in real time. Double double down on it instead of just saying I fucked up, made a mistake. I I was having a conversation with somebody last night when that happened, and I was like, the justice system is. I was like, that's an example of of, uh, the justice system in this country. (laughs) <laughs> you can have facts, everything, statistics, all that shit right there to show the judge or, or whoever, and they'll still be like, man, you know, um, I interpret it this way. Uh, I didn't see it. What are you talking about? Like, like you show me. Like, like, this nigga really was out there talking about he couldn't see the fucking jab that dropped him. Like, he kept on mentioning yeah. the right hand, and he's like, I don't see no jab. Where's the jab? Like, and like oh everybody sees it. The thing is, because t- King Tug was in the motion of falling down but if you're already falling down or in the motion of falling down and somebody hits you with another good solid shot that's a knockdown that's a knockdown even if you fall down faster like it's still a knockdown like yeah dude dude was wild and hard he was hurt from the previous blow so it's not like they got tangled up or they were slipping and you're like uh okay um hmm. even if he got tangled up it's still a knockdown like i'll never because people because people like i've been i've had arguments with people in instances where they'll say well it's not an it's not a knockdown like for example when when uh triple g fought danny jacobs like oh i heard somebody like well you know he was just got foot caught got tangled up and it's i'm like that's still a knockdown nigga like it don't matter he got hit while going down or losing his footing it's a knockdown like why are we arguing tangle up their feet and they don't fall down right so so you mean to tell me if a nigga tangle up their feet and i punch you still and you fall down like that shouldn't be a knockdown like get the fuck out of here yeah, in this particular case, the feet was that the feet was even tangled up. Like it was clear that, like you know, King Tug, the right hand discom- discombobulated this nigga man, and then the jab, you know, you know, it was like just a perfect like here, take that. Yeah, exactly. And it was like a fight fell. night, like round, like a fight night champion knockdown, like like the, he was already hurt from the combo, and then it's like he kept trying to clinch or whatever, and you caught him with a jab while he's falling. Like it was perfect. Yeah, it was absolutely perfect, man. And then you know, Claudio, even after multiple replays, doubled down. You know, yeah, it was it was acting. Oh, you know, he was, he was looking, like honestly, if someone took a swing at him, I'd be like, I'd be like, I'd do a slow clap. You know, what I'm saying, like, yeah. And you know, unfortunately, the blown knockdown call was probably was the deciding factor between a possible split decision win for Lucas and the what what was a split decision draw. Um, Shit, I had Lucas winning the fight anyway. Like the knockdown just made even made me even more. Like this guy got fucked over. Yeah, I mean one and the funny thing too, all the judge. I mean the judges still all scored that that round. Like that knockdown happened in for Lucas. But yeah, like I said if it was if it was a ten eight round, yeah, Lucas would have would have won. Uh, yeah, end of the day, King Tug needed to look a lot better than what he did against dude. Yeah, but yeah, and that's why I was, I was mentioning earlier. King Tug, like, if you want him to be a contender or be some, you know, or or something like, dude has this is the type of people that he should be beating easily. You know, maybe like, he's maybe he's not a real contender. Maybe he's a fringe contender. Yeah, like losing to Gary Russell, a prominent fringe contender like that, like damn. Yeah, like losing to Gary Russell, losing to Chris Cole, but that's one thing. But losing to a replacement. You know who, who's like fucking like, yeah, it? Like, like dude, dude found out about this how early? Like this shit was like, 
Yeah, it's like it's like it's like nine nine day notices, and Lucas is thirty. This wasn't even two weeks. <laughs> yeah, and Lucas is thirty seven years old. Like you know, you can't, I mean, he's not a, he's not a young he's not a young fighter. Yeah, himself. like that's that's the thing. Literally, with a podcast that train, like thirty seven <laughs> is like old. Like come on, so yeah, so yeah, King Tug, man. Like I mean, honestly, the best thing for King Tug he needs to do is probably run this shit back and do something like. Like, yeah, okay. yeah, honest, honestly, I, I definitely agree. It, it, I, I don't even have no more to say after that. Run run this back. Yeah, they have to, man. And then Claudio is not the ref for the fight either. If, 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 yeah. if he can't see what's going on, then he clearly doesn't need to be. He can't even be a ref. Fuck that. Like, oh, I, yeah. I couldn't see. Okay, well, you can't see. Well, you're not qualified to be a ref. Get your vision fixed first. Yeah, yeah exactly. it, it's sad because the same call still exists in because the other night I was re-watching... Um, I be rewatching random fights. Um, I was rewatching uh, Tommy Hearns versus Randy Shields. No oh, word, nigga, Randy, you, <laughs> nigga. That is a random ass fight. To, to just that's a random motherfucking fight, my nigga. And and there was a moment where Randy Shields dropped Hearns, and the ref ruled it a slip, and he caught Hearns like on the side of the head, neck, and defeat and entangle. It really should have been a knockdown. Mm-hmm. I mean, Turn Hearns ended up beating the shit out of this guy, making him quit like in the twelfth round. But damn, yeah, that was yeah, that was that was one of them brutal ass whoopings. <laughs> yeah, like my god, like imagine somebody making you fight Thomas Hearns, like, <laughs> like what punishment did you like? What did you do to deserve that? Like shit. No, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 we, we yeah, we need y'all to run this shit back. Um, and y'all and ref stop fucking up calls. Y'all been doing this shit for like thirty some years, forty years now. Yeah, I know. Same yeah. type of calls. Oh <laughs> uh, man, but the, well, the co- yeah, the co-main though. However, yeah, give us our first official fight of the year candidate. You know, yeah, uh, Sabriel Mateus and Petros Adanian, man. And if you heard us talk about the first fight, was on one of the was on. Uh, Wilder Fury, um, you know, in that case, it was one of the uh, it was an undercard, undercard, and it was a war too. And Anyanyan happened to inflict the only loss of Matias' career, and the only time Matias would actually go the distance. So uh, yeah, pretty much they picked up round round one was round eleven, man. Like the the phone booth shit, the inside shit was ridiculous. Like yeah, it, the combos, the uh, the double left hooks and right hooks. Yeah, no. yeah, it, it was some of the most ridiculous shit, but I think the biggest flaw of the fight for Ananyan, I mean, Ananyan was strictly headhunting in the phone booth and not doing anything to the body. And I think why Matias, you know, you know, he, he put some water in that basement. Like, dude, you know, and honestly, I don't understand how Ananyan took all that punishment for that long before dropping, before he actually did. But, you know, it, there was some sickening punishment, like back and forth punishment. And you know, Mate- I think uh, Nanyan got his nose broke kind of early. I think maybe second or third round, and then, you know, dude was just dude was getting lit up, but he was standing in the pocket with dude because in the first fight, his, his plan was just to make sure not to not to not to give Matias any room to breathe. You know, to keep because, you know, but I, I honestly, for Matias, someone who hits as hard as he did as he does, I don't think that was probably the smartest thing to try to do twice. <laughs> and I think Matias kind of learned from that, and I think he was also better trained. Because one thing about Matias too, like dude was throwing some straight up arm punches, and you could hear those punches. Like dude hits hard as fuck. Like you yeah, know, he overwhelms you. Like he's not he's not the type of puncher where you have where you want to keep getting hit on your shoulders, forearms, your body. Like you know because you know he's heavy handed and he throws a lot. You yeah, know, like you're gonna dude, be. Able- Inside, you got to be deflecting and blocking a lot of those shots and, and parrying and, and making a miss. Like, uh, you know, you can't bang unless you're like, you know, a James Tony type of guy. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. be like how Andre Ward fought Carl Frotch. Yeah. You know, you got to employ those strategies. If not, you're just getting extra punishment for no reason. Yeah, and Ananya wasn't rolling with no punches. wasn't you know trying to take him off. Like he was trying, he was doing nothing to take some of the steam off Matias' punches. Like the other than you know hit, try to hit him to the head. You know and that's one of the biggest things with Matias. Like I mean, you can hit him, 
but it's more or less like I hit you, you hit me type of shit like that and see how much you last. That's what everybody that's what he drags everybody into. Like he's yeah. like an athletic margarito in a way. Yeah, like I mean dude is dude is a real unicorn. Like usually most pressure volume punches like him aren't heavy handed like that. Like they, they rely on him throwing a whole bunch of hard shots, you know, shots for you know wear him down. But dude busts these guys up like this it, it's ridiculous. And then the the left hook that finally dropped the onion, I think it was in the ninth round. Like his whole neck, you can see it. Like, Deuce, his head snapped back like a fucking cartoon. It was like, boom. Yeah, he had that, 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 that semi spin around. Like, honestly, and it's funny. Um, <clears throat> shout out to Pat um, with the, uh, uh, the nightly knockout. He had posted a. The most ironic knockout he ever posted, uh, Danny <laughs> Garcia, uh, Eric Morales, uh, rematch, right? When uh, Swift had KO Morales and Morales went spinning like a fucking dreidel or some shit, yeah, <laughs> like that shit. That's what that uh, that knockdown uh, reminded me of, yeah. And it, and, and he how posted it recently, that's why I remember because we had it on TikTok and everybody's like. Uh, everybody on TikTok is like Morales would have won if he was younger. Like, yo, <laughs> like niggas is in their feelings on TikTok. Like a lot, a lot of times, like, 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 like there, there is a boxing community on TikTok. Like, definitely, yeah, I, there is. And then Morales is a loved fighter, and Danny Garcia really yeah. not. <laughs> but the yeah. thing is, the way Morales fought him way more competitively in the first fight gives you gives that credence, though. Right, it's no, not like no, niggas is just true. you know just saying that shit out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I mean that, that that was probably that was probably the last real gasp of the real Eric Morales. The one that that Danny put away was old, and I think he did fail a drug test or some shit like that. There was a lot of shit going on. Yeah, you know. So yeah, but yeah, yeah was, he popped dirty. I remember that. Yeah, that was the first. That was the first incident of the magic beef that was going on in Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Before you know, everybody turned it into like a, a platinum hit, then niggas went Gundam style on that shit. <laughs> I, that shit went like, yeah, they, like yeah, diamond. Yeah, everyone, everyone in the everyone in the in their mother in Mexico used that excuse, man. Yeah, it, it was, yeah. that That's that alone. More on Spotify. <laughs> but yo, Inanian though, like the funny thing is too is like so personally that should have been stopped right there. Like the I don't know why what why the ref thought he could actually continue after like dude like you could tell dude's eyes were vacant. Like how yeah, did that was struggling this night? Like <laughs> Yeah, it's like I mean how, like, Wait, how wasn't, he, the ref, wasn't the ref a female too? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She this was a woman. That's how I was like. Yeah, like, it don't matter, we gonna call it out, Cam fucking alien nigga. Like <laughs> Yeah, like, like dude, the ref was struggling or did some questionable shit. We just we gotta say it. Yeah, yeah no, no, I know. I only I only said that because Pat was like he, and I'm like, wait. Oh, I'm pretty she, sure the ref was. Oh, that's my, my bad. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah, she. Yeah, and I was just like, yo, it's like, you know, Anya was done. Like you could tell his eyes. Like every everyone that fights Matias has this glazed look after they've taken too much punishment. Like, yo, do you want him to die? But luckily, it was at the end it's of the right bell. wrong, like. Yeah. And it, ha- it took the doctor and the ref was like, "Why am I?" St-? And the ref was, "Why am I stopping it?" And the ref and the doctor had to explain to the ref why, <laughs> why. Yeah, because remember it was like follow the uh, my finger, and it's like his eyes couldn't even follow the finger. Like, yeah, I'm saying, like, yeah, dudes, like, nigga, beat the movement. Like, you can't even see movement because all you see is punches coming from every angle. Like, you don't even yeah, remember that what dude. That dude, th- those dudes, his his eyes were crispy cream glazed. He was done. There was yeah, no like, coming back. Yeah, it was like, you know, it was like, do you want him to die? And at first, they had to have to do that shit twice. Like, the first time, I was like, yo, he's finished. Like, you know, he dude wasn't following no finger. Like, I mean. <laughs> we got to make sure. Yeah. It was, it, and I was like, needed to make sure about that fucking knockdown in the first fight, you bastards. Yeah. <laughs> if, but, y'all would have had that much discretion for that. Like, shit. Y'all yeah. cost the niggas fights and shit. Fuck yeah, but, 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 thank, but thankfully the doctor at Atlantic City was on point tonight. She told the ref, like, yo, yeah, this is the reason why I'm stopping this fight because he's not falling my fucking finger. That's the reason why I'm stopping this goddamn fight. <laughs> you know? And, you know, Matias, you know, he got his revenge and he stopped him, you know, first time. Uh, Damn, but we, we need a rubber match. 
Uh, I, I think another some of you niggas gonna probably be sounding too. <laughs> you fucking exactly. bloodthirsty ghouls, like y'all yeah, niggas. Yeah, yeah, like, that 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 was a brutal fight. And for the stupid, we don't need an OTM rubber match. That was it. <laughs> that was it. Shit, no, Tia's almost had him out in the first fight. We're being we're being honest, so no, yeah, we don't need to see that shit. Yeah. Yeah, he did. You know, he he did. Uh, but yeah, but Matias, though, like I said, though, is a problem at 140. Like, dude is a legit problem. Like, you know, I mean, and honestly, and I know because he's a unicorn. Like, I mean, we all know the story. Like, the type of fight that Matias is, they eventually will get broken at some point. You know, well, well hopefully, hopefully he doesn't get broken before he fights Angry Fist because that's a whole lot of angry punches between the two of them that would happen. Oh, Lord. That's the, that, that fight is a. Uh... That, that, that's, that's a fight year, like guaranteed. Yeah, like it is. Taylor gonna have to move up eventually because if he, I don't think he has the gear anymore at one forty. Where, like, I think the weight is becoming an issue, and I don't think he's gonna have the second gear anymore that he had. For like the Ramirez and the Pro Grade fights, I don't think he's gonna have it for a. The young guys like um like like you know like Russell like uh, and and Russell like now's the time for him to like he'll be better at one forty seven like trust me but at one forty this crop like he beat the last era and he showed he he beat a good era at one forty but this new era one forty nah. Yeah, like like these niggas are big. Like I mean, it, and although Taylor can box, you know, and P- Taylor does have underrated pop, you know. Dude, you know, I'm high on. Uh, yeah, no, I don't. Um, and you know, I don't like Taylor. Taylor's a very good fighter, though. But if he goes up against up against Angry Fist, yeah, no, Angry Fist will put on. He's not making it out. I'm at one forty. Like at one forty, these guys beat beat. I think they beat him if. You had this fight next year, and everybody's at one forty-seven. Different fight, right? Now, on, the, on, the, on the flip side, too, if t- if Taylor does stick around and actually fights us, and God forbid, actually wins, and you have then you'd have to you'd have to start talking about you know he'd have to be an all-time great at that weight, <laughs> you know, you dude. Because how many times people get to reign over two separate eras, and both eras are like dangerous, like quality. Yeah, like yeah, one. That doesn't happen often. No, it does not. You know, but uh, but I mean, honestly, but I'm with you. Like I said, Matias is right now. He's number two for the IBF. Like, dude, is pretty much if Taylor gives up his belt, like he's gone. He's he's you know he's next up to bat. Like you know he'll be fighting for that title. The IBF will order that shit. You know, so I mean, he he's he's very close to, for a title shot. But yeah, like dude, is a handful of people at one forty who I think can make noise and and they next in line for like the best. Like when the, when the belts get splintered, mm-hmm. is definitely one of them. Uh, Mont- Montana Love is up there. Yeah, like I, mean, I think those two and uh, Zapata is another one. Uh, for sure, yeah, like Zapata's so, top, the top three. It might be another one. Um, I feel like guys like Angry Fist and, and Darwin Price, they're like another, they're like a win away. Right. And, you know, they're right now, though. And if TF obviously is serious about going to 140, then you have to put him as a player. You yeah. know, Jeff you know. was already, he just, he just yeah. announced it. So he's he's going to fight at 140 next. His next fight's going to be there. Yeah. The, yeah. I, I heard well, it. I heard. I'm hearing a lot of noise about Teofimo versus Barboza at 140. And that's a great fight. You know, Barboza is, yeah, that's another one. Barboza's time is also that's coming. That's a crazy pretty. good fight, actually. For, for, yeah. for his first fight at 140, that's a hell of a fight. Yeah. And even then, you also have someone like on, on the PBC, like, you know, Akhmadev, who's, you know, who gave Barrios fits. Like, you know, he's still lurking around. Like, 140 is a quality division. Like, you know. Yeah. Because everybody's basically two fights away from a title shot, or mm-hmm. you know what I mean. There's only like maybe one clear guy who deserves the, the next, and that's Zapata. But everyone else is like maybe, you know. Although Montana Love, I think he might be one fight away, but everybody else seems like they're two fights away. But yeah, there's some quality matchups that could be made. But if you're talking about Tiafimo and Barboza Jr., yeah. I don't know. That's that. That might be a 50-50 fight. It's just interesting because one forty is has a lot has is, is loaded with talent, 
But like, I don't feel like there's a clear pecking order yet. Like nobody's separated themselves from the pack. I don't know who's gonna come out on. Zapeda might be the only one. Zapeda, that's what I'm saying. Is Zapeda? Then you can say Montana Love, and then everyone else. But I'm not sure. I'm not entirely sure about that. Like, I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure with Love, but I just for I think for Zapeda, you could literally say Zapeda and every. I mean, look. The Baron check win and then the uh Joseph uh the Vargas win. Like he's literally beaten somebody from the era he's chasing that he's a part of, and he beat somebody from the new era. Right. So yeah, as well as them giving Ramirez all he can handle and and just being, you know, a, a quality contender, like he he he's the most deserving of a title shot. No, I want to see all of them though. I want to see all of them though. Of course, but like you can't say like no one is no one stands out. Zapata stands the fuck. I mean, no, I mean, no. They, you mean against the other crop? I'm not entirely sure. Like, and and don't get me wrong, Zapata is a hell of a fighter, and he has the resume. He has the resume, but it's just I'm I'm looking at it like when I look at him. Go ahead. No, I said you're looking at it eye test wise, like as a matchup. You're not looking at it as like as far as like a matchup and as well as who earned it and who resume because resume has a lot to do with it too. Yeah, no, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm I'm looking at it the other way around, like the eye test wise. But I'm I'm looking at it both, like like the only people I would clearly put a favorite over uh, Zapata would be Angry Fist. I'm talking about not, not besides the champion. We're, the, we're removed Josh Taylor. How many people are we actually favoring over Zapata like that? Um, I see Angry Fist. I still like Tail Fimo more, so I think Tail Fimo is going to be better at one forty. So I could see it's like honestly, I can feel it, it could go both ways for me because I feel like. If, if if he can't hurt these guys, then he's in for like wow, because the Cambosa's fight was telling. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I get it. I just I just maybe this is just me. I just feel like tail. I don't think he favored like like him and Zapata's 50-50. Like it's hard for me to say he's the favorite over Zapata. Like he lost to somebody who's less heralded than Zapata. And I mean, at one thirty-five. At one thirty-five, I'm talking at one forty. But still, like, do, do you think Cambosas could move off and beat Zapata? I don't All know. Our test, probably not. But probably not. <laughs> I mean, I, I give Cambosas his, you know, respect. He's he's a tough fucking guy. Like he's tough. Shit, I mean, like, imagine putting now. Imagine putting um, Zapata in there with Matias. Matias would give him a whole lot of trouble and what could yeah, hurt. That's him. a hard fight. But that's okay, what I'm saying. Like these are hard fights for Zapata. Like three people you would favor. You name three people you would favor over uh, Zapata, and even then, none of them have the resume at 140 yet. But you pick three people out of a stacked fucking division, and one hasn't even had a fight in 140 yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you kind of made my point. It's not like it's not like you name like ten niggas. Like, <laughs> yeah, but like I said, I mean, one forty. Yeah, one forty is just it, it's a monster division right now. And like you know, right now there's a at least one forty. There's a clear ruler of the division. But now, yeah. but it, 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 you, I, you I got a clear ruler. Then you got a clear who got next. And then it's like everyone else is like fighting for a, a piece of the top. Yeah, and, and, and I think I think in once ta- if Taylor decides to actually vacate all, his look, goals, remember you got Pedraza Ramirez. Yeah, and then you also have Sandor Martin, who now we have to count him too because you know. Yeah, Mike, yeah, Mike yeah. Garcia and, then, and then Mikey takes it serious, like you gotta. And uh, I, I don't know about um that one guy who fought Josh Taylor to a majority decision loss. <laughs> like you know, I predicted, you know. Yeah, and then, and then you then you got the then you got Brandon Lee, you know, who punches hard as fuck too. You know, it's like, yeah, you 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 have, you have, like these cats are out there, man. One forty yeah, is a team. Female, team, female moving up. 
Tiffany was, was is is already ranked for one of these things. I'm like, why? <laughs> he lost, like you know, was, and he's ranked high too for WBC. Well, it's WBC. God knows why, you know. Yeah, it's just, it's just crazy. But uh, yeah. uh, we just like moving forward. I just want to see Matias getting get, get into more fights and just keep it going. And then hopefully, um, dude, uh, his opponent recovers and. You go from there, but uh, I know y'all niggas ready to talk about this uh this main event. Yeah, I, I'll start it off, nigga. So uh, yeah, be my guest, be my guest. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Stupid yeah. ass nigga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. So the main event, obviously, you know, Gary Russell Jr. and Mark Maxeo. Now, before the fight, you know, I, I, everyone, you know, pretty much everyone agreed that it was a good fight. Mark Maxeo, you know, he made his, uh, you know, he part, he took part in the best fight of the night. On the Pacquiao Ugas card, knocking out another fade bringer Julio Ceja brutally. You know, after after they traded, after they both traded knockdowns. You in, know. in an underrated fight of the year type fight. Yeah, you know, and Ceja, you know that dude, that dude. Yeah, if you can get do, yeah, I don't know that dude is taking. Yeah, he's he something else. Fought with more fire that night than he fucking fought against Gary Russell. Like that's what was missing. Like it was a like yeah, I get the activity, and he was missing punches, and he was throwing a lot more. But it's yeah. different when there's a fire. Like I don't, I don't feel like the fire was the same. Yeah, and, and the reason why is because you know, I think because in the Seha fight, you know, Seha was lighting Maxeo up. Like I think that's what the reason why Max. That's why I think you know, and I think that was Gary was outboxing him. But he wasn't lighting up. He wasn't lighting dude up like that. But there was times where he would light his ass up with like two and three fucking left hands in a row. Like, mm-hmm. like he had some moments where he was kind of lighting up uh, Masago, uh, Maxeno. And I think the reason why is because Gary was talking before that you know he had an injury, but he wouldn't reveal what it was. But it was in the it was in the around the third round when Gary threw a right hand or a right hook that landed on dude's forehead. Dude winced and pulled his arm back, and then you know his it, arm was it, hanging down. I knew right there something was wrong. Yeah, shoulder fight night, like round three. Yeah, and then after that, Gary all do all Gary was doing was just keeping that right hand up to either deflect or parry, and but he didn't throw no shots. He he didn't jab like his jab numbers were terrible. And Jerry and Gary is a jabber. You know, all Gary could do. Was throw was do pot shots. Was left hand leads to the head, to the body, or double up to the body, and then move, and then and and this is where LB was talking about. Maxeo did uh, that little that simple type of adjustment that Gary made. Maxeo didn't do much. Like he uh, did, Maxeo didn't even try to hit that shoulder. Like he, like usually if you see someone's shoulder fucked up. You blast that shoulder to oblivion. That's what I'm saying Chris, Chris Bird would have like made that nigga like quit like. Yeah, and then LBU, because you know we were talking about this the other uh, yeah, because you you brought up the Cotto example, Miguel, you know, Miguel Cotto doing that shit. Uh, I think. Was it was it you or someone else I was talking to? I forget. You talking um, about Canelo on uh Smith? No, 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 no. Uh, Miguel Cotto and was it Bronco? Somebody I was talking to somebody about that. Oh, you definitely was talking to somebody else because Yeah, uh, yeah, but you know, basically Bronco. I remember that fight, but I'm just not remembering it. Like, wow. Like, yeah, and that's and that's the thing. Akoto, I think you know, old ass nigga. Yeah, <laughs> that was a, yeah. But Cotto pretty, you know, that was the strategy that Cotto, that that Max should use. Like, hit the shoulder until the man can't continue. <laughs> and, yeah, most people always reference like Roy Jones, Harding, Smith, Canelo's recent. There's a few more, but wow, Cotto Bronco is like wow. Yeah, <laughs> y'all think it's talking about me with the damn Tommy Hearns versus Randy Shields? Like, yeah, I was like, who the fuck? Yeah, that's some fucking random ass Kodo fight. God damn, like, I thought I had the random fight take, but wow, yeah, that was random as fuck. Yeah, but that's what Maxey should have done, like, you know, but instead, like, I mean, he'd land like he'd land like one good right hand. But then Gary's movement and defense would make it sure that he wouldn't follow up. And I and think he was jabbing with um. And I like that he was jabbing in uh. At least the first half he was jabbing with um. With Gary, Russell. yeah. 
I like that fact that he was throwing the right hand, like when when Russell was opening up, like to catch Russell, like right. It seemed like he had a strategy with it, but there was like no fire. And then a lot of times he got caught up in just following him. And if he wasn't throwing like six punch volleys and he had land like a good left hook or something, then mm-hmm. you know he he really would have lost. Like somebody who threw less punches would lose this fight. But right. just off activity, like he and it wasn't like I mean Maxell would land a good right, land some nice right hands because this um Gary's left eye, like you could tell it was puffy and shit like that. Yeah, so. he did land some good like I'm not trying to say like dude never landed, he did land some quality shots now. It's just overall there was spaced out throughout the fight too. Like right. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, but I don't really feel like the fight was on some, like, the right guy won. I don't feel like it was no close shit, like. I like, actually, I, I didn't, only because Maxell was fighting, like, uh, like, like I said, because Maxell wasn't fighting aggressive, like, he was, like, he, he was supposed passive to. Passive as fuck. Passive yeah, as like, fuck, let's be honest about it. That was, yeah, he was it was a, cl- yeah, he like, was. I, I had it 116, 112 for Maxell. But he could have made it a lot worse, like if he put his foot on the gas. He barely beat a one-armed Gary. Dude, that's why I said he fought like the Cuban version of a Filipino fighter. Like <laughs> it was like the Yugas performance. Like he it, saw it, the Pacquiao fight and he fought just like the guy who beat Pacquiao. And he was bigger too. It wasn't like they're the same size. Like Maxell was noticeably bigger than Gary. Like, that's what I'm seeing. The exact same thing. Like, like honestly, like you would have thought he would have buzzed him a lot, buzz uh Gary Russell a lot more. Right. Like he didn't bully him. Like, like even Jojo Diaz, I felt like got more respect from like the punching than he got from a uh, yeah, no, you know, for sure. Yeah, it was like, and that, and that was what was annoying me too. But like I said, no, I mean, and he was more annoyed that Maceo just kept coming at him, really. <laughs> right. But one thing you have to say, like, I mean, for the fact that Gary with a torn tendon in his shoulder was able to really box up Maceo like that, you know, it is impressive. I mean, like, for all, you know, Gary does have a lot of boxing skill, you know, for all his flaws. You know, in terms of you his, could, you his could make a case that he won a clear four or five rounds. Like you could say he won five rounds. Like yeah, yeah, you yeah, got yeah, one said, arm, and yeah. you're legitimately winning five rounds with one arm. Yeah, you yeah. Didn't rematch just off rip, just off that. Like, yeah, and that's why, and that's why, I, like you know, like I had no problem with Maxell winning, but like when the scores were announced, one fifteen, one thirteen, I, I rocked it because like it can go either way, and uh, to me, it would come out either way or even a draw. Even I'm surprised even King P has a one sixteen, one twelve. Like, yeah, I didn't think I, I, I see that though, because there, there were just maybe like a few swing rounds where, um, Russell uh, maybe was a little less effective. Yeah, but it was it was one of those things where it should have been like, it should have been like a one seventeen one it should have been like a one seventeen one eleven or one eighteen one ten like this should have this should have been like domination type of shit like you know yeah he, he needed that like honestly it's the type of fight that Oscar Valdez has all the time yeah you know it, you know it, it was the one fifteen one thirteen fight when you should have received a one a one seventeen one eleven type of fight. Exactly, and then that, and that's the thing. Like like, a more of a domination, a more like it was decisive, but I didn't see the hunger, I didn't see the determination. The, the this, like, especially yeah. fighting a younger, uh, older guy, like, yeah, it's like, come on, like, turbo fist to the tool shed, yeah. So, and, and I think that was the big feeling on Twitter right now. Like, everyone, like, everyone agreed, like, no one, no one was screaming Robert except for. <laughs> Except, ironically, Gary Russell's probably the only one on there, like, you know, uh, for various reasons. Like I won 10 2. Like, sounded like some tail female shit. Yeah, that, that one was, uh, I was a little disappointed in Gary on that one, but yeah, Maxeo eked out a victory. Like, it, it was one of those victories that, that if, let's say, if Gary had, you know, gets his surgery on the shoulder and has two work, good working arms and he's actually in shape and he's, you know, they, they, Gary would probably win the rematch. But in, in terms of the other cats at featherweight, especially his fellow champions, 
I'm not confident that Max Hill will retain his belt like that. Like, I mean, dude, not, not with that performance, definitely not. If the if the one if the one that shows up from the Saya uh, fight, yeah, yeah. It could be a problem for for everybody. But what about what do you think about like Max Hill versus uh, Santa Cruz? Santa Cruz could probably would probably beat him. Yeah, because Santa Cruz does what we want Maxeo to do, which is be busy. Like, yeah, exactly. Santa Cruz at least pumps a jab out. He mixes the right hand. He throws the body shot. Like, like Maxeo's like athletic and and he maybe hits harder than Santa Cruz, but the punches are more. The punches are more like coming at you in like sporadic volleys. Like, even then, it's like I'm still. Like even though I picked him to win, I was looking at it more of the. It wasn't just off the boxing; it was more the, the climate, the just the January upset that mm-hmm. traditionally been happening for like the last three four years. The inactivity. Uh, it was a lot of factors, but yeah, um, I you know I'm just you know, I pat myself on the back for this one. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You so know, sorry, so- Fist. sorry, King Pat. You know, King Pat. <laughs> you know, the boxing gods is you know not playing with niggas. Uh, that somebody yeah. else gonna be undefeated for a long time or been reigning for a while. Who's gonna take an L this year? Like, yeah. tune in next time on the next issue or uh, next episode of Ring Gang Radio Prediction Fighter Z. <laughs> Someone else is gonna, you know, take a L, and the only thing about this, the sad part about it, it was an L in a anticlimactic fashion. Like, yeah, like I'm like, gonna like we're not even shitting on Gary Russell like that for this L. Yeah, I, I, like I mean, like I said, I mean, I mean, I mean, pretty much Gary owned up. Yeah, he wasn't training. His father had his foot amputated. He was training himself. Like Gary admitted all his flaws, and you know. Yeah, it's an L, but it's an L that you don't feel bad about. Like you're like, like hmm, I don't see a rematch. You probably win with both hands. Like you know, we kept it this close. Like, but unfortunately, Gary has a lot of you know. There's a lot of ill luck because I mean, Gary for the most part is you know he's outspoken. He he says a lot of shit niggas don't like, particularly you know, especially like you know I look like I go on Twitter and Devin Haney is talking shit to him, like talking about Mr. Cap took an L, but like yeah, like. Yeah, like there are fighters out there that are relieved that you know because you know they felt like he had a stranglehold on that belt, which yeah, and, fans, and fans, a lot of fans don't yeah. fucking like Gary, which is weird. And like, media, actually, what? Yeah, and media, like I've seen media tweets, fans and other boxers like rejoicing. Yeah, because it's like you know because they they don't yeah, like. I see, I see, because I see Billy Dib like, oh well, thank God because. Gary Russell only defended his title six times in six years. Meanwhile, a guy like Prince Nassim defended it in like 15 times that amount. Like, like, who? See, Who the fuck like, asked me your opinion, Billy Dib? You were trash. Like, yeah, B- B- Billy Dib was a horrible champion at that. The fact that he actually became champion is, and you know, so, and he lost his belt to a late minute replacement too. On top of that. And, and then he couldn't even, and then he got knocked out when he tried to regain his belt so, from that same guy. So yeah, Billy Dib needs to be quiet. <laughs> you know, Billy Dib was a bum. You know, like I don't said it. Like yeah, I don't like. I don't like. Nobody they feelings, man. Well, let's put it this way, bro. The worst fight I've ever watched in my life that I had ringside seats for was this motherfucker facing Mike Oliver in Hartford. You know, like yeah, the, and this and, and it was arguable that he probably should have lost that fight too, <laughs> and he didn't. Billy, you know, and then, like I said, then, then, then he got knocked out by Gradovich. You know, <laughs> trying to regain his belt. So yeah, like you know, Billy did needs to be quiet. Like I, I, I need, I need silence from that nigga, man. Like you know, he was yeah. lucky that he actually was champion, but I need him to be quiet. Seriously. Ah, <laughs> so but yeah, you know what's disappointing out of all of this, like. What's that, son? You know, when you talk boxing with some people you fuck with, you respect, you know, you respect their boxing takes. But you know they fans of other sports, and it's like these niggas are legit call football upsets. <laughs> oh, Lord. Like, you on a boxing podcast and can't call boxing upsets. <laughs> Where the fuck they do that? 
Well, football has a lot of other fuckery that's a, that's a, you know that's involved. If boxing don't like <laughs> football has different fuckery. Football has you know you know like I said. I mean no. I mean no one saw the upsets that happened. Yes. Oh no. P. I know P was like you know. You know, P was. Yeah, I called the bank. I said the Bengals would be the upset, but we're not going to talk about football now. So, <laughs> y'all niggas is sounding like on Twitter. Y'all niggas are sounding mad. Like you know, like y'all niggas know what's going on. Like, like y'all could commentate on Techno Bowl or some shit. Like, <laughs> and y'all niggas is sounding like y'all knew what was up. Like y- y'all could be on NFL Blitz or some shit. Like. <laughs> But 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 y'all main bread and butter, like y'all niggas is up here like, yeah, man, you know, Gary Russell gonna outbox him. Well, nigga, he pro- I mean, let's put it this way. I mean, this was uh, this this was the fight that if Gary I mean Gary, like you said, arguably won five rounds with one arm. And you know, and and and, and my thing during the fight when I was when I was tweeting during the fight is like, you know, Gary got at least hurt this guy at least so the judges are not thinking like, you know, won't, won't like judge a swing round the game. I mean, I, I I agree with you, but at the end of the day, one of us had to be right and one of us had to be wrong. And can, I mean, this was before that we realized that, like this nigga was talking about injuries and shit like that because we because like I said, I mean, of course, this was before all of that because I mean, remember, I'm not a Turbo Fist fan. I don't keep up with like. Sonic the Hedgehog news and shit. <laughs> like I don't you know. Yeah. I don't read the Emerald City Daily and shit, nigga. I don't know how many rings this motherfucker ran around and got in the gym, nigga. Like, like pretty much like the, the how I don't like D- Danny Garcia is the way this nigga doesn't like Gary Russell. Like pretty. No, much. no, no, no. I fucks with Gary. Russell. Like don't say that now. It's it's way different. Like like even King P would tell you that like. Nah, I give King, I give Gary Russell his due. It just, I be objective with it, but like you legit be hating, like no, I don't. I, I legit break down, but I, and surprise, surprise, some of it comes true, you know. And now look at now look at him now, like he's now he's, nah. now he's finding yeah, I, I out Gary Russell his props. Like this nigga say he's finding out one fifty four. I ain't, I ain't heard no one fifty four fight ordered yet. It's twenty twenty two. Like what is he doing? I mean, this nigga Danny Garcia, he chilling, man. One fifty four is just too deadly. They're just jumping there on some half-assed shit, so he's taking his time. I mean, age is. I mean, there's no rush. He's had his career pretty much. Yeah, like I said, no. Yeah, he was supposed to do this shit. Uh, the shit he was supposed to do at welterweight to to strengthen whatever credentials. And, like, who, who, and I'm a Danny Garcia fan. Who you favor? Who do you favor at 154? That's a player. Like, who does you favor Danny Garcia to beat at 154? Like that, we, we we talked about this. That's Tony Harrison. And I said Tony Harrison. Yeah, Tony Harrison was what because. Tony Harrison is kind of disappointing me lately. Like, dude, at this point, I think he, at this point, I think he could beat J. Rock. That's also yeah, true. True, true, true. But even then, that's you know, neither one of those fights are fights that you have the utmost confidence in. Like, there's still like 60, 40 fights. Let's be honest. Even a Goose is a 60, 40 fight. Yeah, Goucher is actually pretty tough, though. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, yeah, I think yeah. all those niggas is pretty tough. Like, this is Danny Garcia. I mean, at at one fifty four, it'll come down to stylistic matchups. So, right, like, I don't Dude, know. If Danny Garcia is not going to fight with the determination he had in the Spence fight, where he's throwing seven hundred seven seven hundred some punches, then he loses to all those niggas. Mm-hmm. And remember, we we've seen uh, Brian Perella beat. Harrison and uh, uh, Brian Perella, like you, you know, do you think like he probably do something similar to Swift? And that, and that, and that's and, that, and that's horrible. And this is a Perella that got knocked out by Abel Ramos at one forty seven. Like Perella is not all that, and but then but then that's he's like, the sad part. But look, we're like all of us at the end of the day. Like even if Danny moved up and beat uh, Tony Harrison. Does that make him get a title shot? Is that enough for a title shot? Mm, probably not, but PBC will probably make it <laughs> that way. And even then, a, a Tony Harrison win ain't some foregone conclusion. That's right. still a tough fight. Yeah, I mean, 154, it's different. Yeah, Styles make fights at 154. And, 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 but like I said, you know, Danny, time is not on his side. Like, either I doubt that would happen. These They two Philly niggas, like... 
Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm pretty sure they probably have sparred before. I'm pretty sure there's parts yeah. of shit. Out Although there. I think I, I think both deserve a big Philly fight, but it's like. I think, I think J-Rock I think J-Rock needs to needs to find his way after losing to Vladimir Hernandez. Like I don't know what that shit was all about. But yeah, yeah. J-Rock, J-Rock needs to look at himself and like figure if he still wants to be boxing because that was that was a disappointing loss. I was, that was at 160 or 154. Yeah, I, I, I still can't explain how he lost the way he did. Like, was, that, was that at 154 or 160? Uh, was that, I think it was at 154. Yes, it was probably time to go to one sixty then. Yeah, because yeah, you can't you can't be like you can't be ruining like you know Hernandez is a is a good fighter, but you're a former world champion, like you know you can't be like getting knocked around, almost knocked out like you did. Like yeah, that that was that that was that, that wasn't cool. Like I didn't I didn't like watching him take that take take that type of beating in his comeback fight of all things after surgeries and shit. But yeah, one fifty four yeah. is a, is a different animal like altogether, man and. Seems like it seems like damn um underdog season still in effect though, but um, yeah. but but to circle back to like wow. the title fight, I mean Gary, I mean Gary is thirty three, like I mean he's tech, he's still technically in prime, but his body might be breaking, starting to break down. Or, although he said he mentioned that that shoulder was an issue since his Olympic days, even before his Olympic days, he just never got the surgery on it. You know, he just you know did the shoulder strengthening exercises or whatnot. Which what is about the time he's been out of the ring? He could have damn had the surgery and recovered by now. Hey, you know what? I can't even argue with that. I can't, nigga. I can't. I can't argue with that at all. Like I seriously can't. You know, because one thing about shoulders, man, for boxers, like you know, shoulders is not something you, you want to work through. Like if you if you have a shoulder problem, you, you can you can hold up for all you want, but eventually you either get the you get get a minor surgery or you get a shoulder replacement. Like it. it that's what that's what happens. The shoulder. At the end of the day, man, look, you you can only hold off doing cortisone shots and little bullshit and therapy. You're gonna eventually have to do the surgery if you want to get some type of permanent fix. Right. And like if that. you're in the era where you're fighting once every fucking full moon, every winter solstice. <laughs> you know, then just take the gamble and fucking just do the surgery because this whole waiting it out and drinking herbal tea and listening to the OJs on Tuesday night raining <laughs> all this other mystical, magical, the gathering shit, you know, that ain't really solving shit. Yeah, no, like you got like, especially yeah. me getting older, like the fuck. Yeah, and truthfully, if Gary had gotten that shit when he started, when he started out, he you know he, he might you know that, that, his career might have been a little different. But but yeah, you know, at 32, 33, I think he turns to thirty four this year or something like that. Yeah, you, you gotta get you, you got you gotta get that surgery done now, or you gotta end up or you're gonna end up with a non jabbing ass arm, you know. Or you may just semi retire or whatever, or don't take certain fights. You know, there's a reason you know Manuel Stewart didn't you know. They were saying how Vernon Forrest, you know, didn't take that Teddy Reed fight, you know, yeah, your shoulder. Like you say what you want about Teddy Reed, but Teddy Reed's a hard fight. You just don't run over. You know, Teddy Reed's a dangerous hard fight. Yeah, you need two working shoulders, and and that was the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't care how good you are, like mm-hmm. you know, you could be fucking Sugar Ray Leonard. You you need both shoulders for Teddy Reed, like. Right, yeah. Shows is so. I mean, so that's why we hope that Gary at least this time, you know, gets the surgery, and then you know, and at least and and, and then falls up on his plan to actually try to. Well, if he gets the surgery, he's gonna be out for at least six months or so, give or take, depending on what the surgery is. I mean, right now it sounds like it's a minor thing for him to fix, but he he gotta do it now if he wants to actually get in another fight this year, like he says, like he wants to, or fight two more times this year, like he said he wants to. Um, yeah, don't hold your breath. Yeah, but Maxeo, though, like I said, I mean, I, like, I, like I said, I, he won the fight. You know, kudos to him. Like, I, I, there's no robbery, no foul play, none of that bullshit aside. Like, he, he won the fight legit. He won, but he ain't win. Yeah, exactly. Like, he basically he did he basically did enough to it. He did the bare minimum for. This. Yeah, if, if we're talking about January upsets, his was the most unimpressive one. His was the least impressive January upset. Like, like Plant versus Ugateki, Uzi, uh, Uzi was was 
was more impressive. Um, Marcus Brown versus uh, Battle Jack, more impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rosario over J-Rock, more impressive. Um, mm-hmm. How many Januaries I got to go back? Like That was like the last three, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, um, Wow. No, Castaño Lara was in March, right? Yeah, it was. It wasn't in January. The fuck was it? No, wait, I think I got that one. Okay, I can't remember what was January twenty eighteen. I can't. I can't. I mean, there was. I think. Was, yeah, I can't remember what the upsets were in that year. But I mean, but yeah. 20, 20, Yeah, like I've had them. I've nailed the last three, right? Like. Hmm. Yeah, this one was like the least impressive, but it was still decisive. It was clear, but you know, you could win and don't, you know, wow niggas, you know, right? And then Max Sale, like, I mean, hopefully, I mean, hopefully, whoever Manny Pacquiao puts in front of him, like, I mean, as far as we know, we don't know if there's a rematch clause yet, but and I think if there is, it probably deserve one. Where's Eddie Hearn when you need him? Yeah. I mean, it, it all depends on either if Gary wants to, if they, they, uh, they Gary wants to run it back or get the surgery. It wasn't a bad fight, like honestly, like. No, I, I mean, I like the fight. It, w- it wasn't a bad. It wasn't a bad fight, especially for one-handed fights. It was probably the most entertaining one-handed fight that I mean, I've seen in years. Because there's been some flat-out boring, like way worse. Yeah, one arm, one handed fighter. One hand fighter. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> yeah, so you know that you know that type of shit. So, but yeah, I, I, like the whole card overall was it was damn good. Like it was one of the, it was, you know on a pretty slow month of boxing as it is. Like it, it was you know it was a spectacular card. But like I said, it was one of those cards. It wasn't really marketed as such. I mean, they I mean they upped it like probably within the week. Um. We have uh oh Travis Singh, uh didn't see the fight. Who won? Um, if you talk about the main event, uh Mark Maxale won the fight. He won the fight. He's that the new featherweight champion. Well, what uh, did he do, Travis? Yeah, and salute Travis for. I think you it might be the first time I've actually seen you show up in our comments. So salute to you on that for for joining for listening. Uh, but yeah, no, Mark Maxale he beat Gary Russell by a majority decision, one fifteen, one thirteen, two. You know, times two and then a 114 draw 114 114 draw so um but uh yeah it, it was it was a really good card it was it, it was a card basically if you are hardcore you know yeah you know you, you you know you love this card but it's one of those cards that you wish that got you know that got a little bit more attention so at least like you know a casual that might have come in like oh so what's this all about because it was only back into the year yet like this is the the card that's gonna wake it's slowly waking everybody up, but I don't think everybody's going to be back into the Thurman fight. The Thurman yeah. fight was going to make everybody be like, okay, boxing is officially back. Right. No. Now everybody's kind of waking up and turning around, and they got that one eyebrow up. They're like, hold on. Hold on. Boxing, boy? You're upset? Oh, hold on. Like, they're, like, they're like turning the music down. They're lowering the music down right now. <laughs> but when the Thurman fight happened, that's when people shut the music off and they're like, hold on, wait, what, what, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for it's, sure. It's cool. It happens like that shit. At, le- at least boxing starting in February. We've had it where fucking boxing didn't start till damn April. Yeah, I know. Yes. And funny things too, yeah, yeah. We've had some years that, yeah, we've had some poor years where that's, that was. Yeah, nothing's going on. Like, that shit's just like, eh, hmm. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah. So yeah, if you haven't seen the Showtime card, it's definitely all three fights are worth a watch, man. Like you definitely go check that out, uh, for sure, man. Like yeah, uh, like I said, I mean, it may not get the sexy ratings that more, that a lot of cards be getting and whatnot, no. But doesn't matter. Ratings ratings does not equal quality sometimes. Like sometimes it's significant like, though. Yeah, it's significant because it, 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 especially for featherweight division, it just might be. You know, because like I said, the featherweight division for them has been stagnated for a little bit. You know, it has it was a, a win sponsored by the boxing gods. Yeah, <laughs> facts. It, it's yeah. like you know, it's one of those like when when Tex Cobb lost to Holmes and 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 uh, mm-hmm. what's his name retires after yeah, that. Yeah, no, no, Howard Mark Albert because he couldn't because he, he couldn't take the brutality anymore. Yeah, the dude is like, yeah, that was his biggest achievement. 
<laughs> oh man, him just winning the belt off of Gary Russell, this the inactivity. That's what niggas is like, thank you. Like Yeah. Yeah, because like yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean I'm I'm a Gary Russell fan. Like I, I support all the, the all the Russells and everything like that. You know, I think I think we're all quality talents, but yeah, I mean even though I even I myself was frustrated just seeing Gary, you know. Not fighting that once a year because keep in mind, 2014 was the last time he actually fought more than once a year, and he fought three times that year. You know, so it's like, yeah, it it, yeah. it, it, it was time. You know, it was you. So like, I just hope that Gary can rebuild his career so people actually remember him for the talent that he is. You know, and not necessarily for the the BS. You know, and Maxeo, we hope that he does learn from this fight and actually improve and knowing that you know what. People need to see you as champion. You better win your fights as champion. Like, don't leave it up to chance to let you know yeah. to let someone you know steal the belt from you. You know, but um, yeah. But you got to remember. I mean, Groundhog's Day, like that's not one of the more popular holidays. So it is. <laughs> Maybe yeah. if it moved up to like uh, Halloween or like Easter, one of the second tier ho- holidays. Right. <laughs> right now it's like it's there with like Father's Day or some shit. <laughs> Which is fucked up, but I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But um also too that like, we also 